1: Everyone, what up? What up? What up? I'm very excited to record this. Yeah,
2: episode. this is a goodie. Welcome to Two Black Girls this One girl. Rose, where two black
1: ass girls invade the whitest show on mm. earth,
2: the Bachelorette. the Bachelorette.
1: I'm Natasha,
2: and I'm Justine,
1: and we just watched the men tell <laughs> all, and a little bit of a we got the ending of last week's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got a little teaser of what's to come, mm-hmm. and I I was watching the episode at work today <laughs> because <laughs> that's what I'd be doing. Priorities. Doing work. <laughs> Priorities, you know. And I had my door closed, mm-hmm. and I just, same thing, so many visceral reactions like mm-hmm. I've had in previous episodes. Like, so many visceral reactions, like, just writing down so many notes. I just have a lot to say. It was a, it's a lot of content. It's a lot to talk about. Yeah. You know.
2: They I feel like they really squeezed out the good stuff.
1: Yeah. Right? I, I think so I'm proud of Chris Harrison this episode, actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is know, a we can first. always get more out of him. <laughs> I know, for real. We can always get more out of him, but he um, he has some good questions that I feel like needed to be pressed, so I appreciate that out of him for a mental all. Um, but yeah, tell me what were your initial thoughts? So
2: we talk a lot about trigger warnings on this show. Um, Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot about how they don't do them on The Bachelor, Um, even when they're necessary. Um, Mm -hmm. But Hannah B. really gave us the closure that we needed. Yes. I haven't been as proud of a bachelorette or seen the growth of this sort Mm -hmm. of bachelorette since Rachel.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
2: Granted, the only one in between there was Becca. However, (laughs) I just haven't seen anybody, especially somebody this young, like mature to this level Mm -hmm. on TV Mm -hmm. and be, and come from an environment that is so sheltered. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Alabama, shout out to all of our Alabama listeners. Hey, guys. Um, But Mm -hmm. you guys are number 49 out of 50 as far as education rates goes. And, and, And like none of you eat vegetables like it's a thing. (laughs)
1: If <laughs> you eat vegetables, <laughs> damn.
2: Between you and Mississippi, ain't no vegetables so, oh Lord. and no lot
1: of emails now.
2: <laughs> I eat no vegetables. Shut up, Justine. <laughs> I hope you are. I hope you are eating your greens. But that is the reputation that you guys come from, and it's naturally the environment that you're surrounded by. And for her to come from that sort of environment and to get on TV and say. I'm really sorry that you guys had to watch him, even though it was Mm -hmm. his fault. Mm
1: -hmm. was Mm -hmm.
2: just, I just loved every single minute of it. And also, this is a trigger warning because um, I have been to that rodeo Mm -hmm. where somebody has come back into your life and stepped over the boundary that you worked so hard to put up and attempted to knock it down. And it is one of the most disrespectful things ever. Ever, Mm -hmm. ever, 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 especially when you're dealing with somebody romantically. Um, Which is like the
1: antithesis of love. (laughs) Because someone who loves you is trying to build you up, not tear you down and belittle you in the process. Right,
2: right. And respect you. Mm -hmm. So if you say you don't want to do something, they just abide by that. Um, And really happy that she got on to the couch and talked about slut shaming. Yes, um, named it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and named it as slut shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, really happy that she she was just so so honest in a really eloquent way, and I was so proud of watching this girl. Really, really mm-hmm. proud of it. Um, mm-hmm. And that was that was all my initial th- and Mike for Bachelor, obviously. Um, yes. <laughs> but that was those are my initial thoughts. I have a lot more feelings that I'm going to save for the finale because I think they're finale appropriate. So mm-hmm. get ready for me to get on a soapbox next week.
1: Okay. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. What about you? I like that you said eloquent because that's a word that we would not have initially used Never. B at <laughs> all. But that is the word that I would absolutely use for how she kind of closed out this whole Season, mm-hmm. um, and definitely how she conducted herself on the couch last night. Yep, Hannah B might be one of my favorite bachelorettes of all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. she's up there. Whoa, I mean, Rachel, of course, takes the cake. Oh, yeah, number one. But Hannah, her handling of the Luke P situation in the mm-hmm. end, mm-hmm. so not the whole treacherous process that she put us through, like yeah. that, we need to talk to her about that, <laughs> but <laughs> her rightful annihilation of his Mm. entire being Mm. in multiple, she did this multiple times during their initial breakup. Yes. During their second breakup, during his crashing of the rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. And then again on the men tell all, which is a
2: crisp, like, Three months after that
1: second three months breakup, after it, <laughs> she had all the time to put her words together, and she came correct. Yes, she did. Like, she truly, as you said, she really evolved mm-hmm. in my eyes from this whack-ass, <laughs> one-dimensional, roll-tied, mm-hmm. p- can't put words together pageant queen that they that they kind of edited or showed her to be from Colton season to this like confident. Like, I will read you the filth. Yeah. Very complex, Christian, feminist, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yes. formed human being. <laughs> yes. And I just loved it. Yeah. 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 It's like she's literally night and day from who we saw her on Colton season mm-hmm. and even who they kind of painted in the beginning. Of oh, the yeah. Season where she's like, she's awkward. She's real. Like, mm-hmm. to by the end, we really did have this, like, fully formed woman that we just kind of watched evolve over Mm -hmm. the last couple episodes through this treacherous toxic (laughs) relationship that we were subjected to watch, Mm -hmm. but it really came out in her favor because it, it really allowed her to like evolve and do this whole process in front of America on television. Yeah. Um, and I just, the whole thing loved it. And I just love, as I said, like complex Christian feminists, which I think is really interesting because, um, as we see, there's a lot of tension between her view of being a Christian versus Luke P's view of being a Christian, mm-hmm. which is a very traditional, like men over women type of Christianity, backward shit that he, you know, is propounding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Propounding who, who? Propriety? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> who is like that's the pedestal that he stands on. Yeah. Yeah, which is a very backward view of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like this new age, modern, 2019, mm-hmm. hashtag me too, Christian, <laughs> Christian feminist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's very complex. There's a lot of yeah, layers there. It is. Um, but I, I, I just love the whole... I loved it all. Loved it. But um, to me, it
2: seems like Hannah's ideals are simpler and Luke's ideals are mm-hmm. very complicated because he hasn't thought them mm-hmm. all through yet.
1: No, absolutely not. And yeah. you can tell there's not ideas that he has come to in his head it's ideas that he's been like someone has preached to him in bible study right or you know have brought up some random verse or some shit and have like manipulated it to mean Mm -hmm. xyz but he Mm -hmm. has never actually questioned or come up with his own opinion on what he actually wants as a woman or what he Mm -hmm. believes a christian person is supposed to be it's all things that are just like He's just—it's like sound bites. It's like, fo- yeah. like he re- to me is like Fox News sound bites. Like mm. exactly what they do—they <laughs> just yes. say things that they've heard over and over and over, but they yes. don't even actually know or believe what the fuck they're saying. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, I like how. Um, as I said in the beginning, they were just kind of like, "She's awkward. She's real." Like really pushing this motif on us that mm. in the beginning, me and you were just not buying it. We're like, "I don't buy it." Yeah. I like that they're forcing this on us. But I just like how over the course of the season and then definitely like all came to a head this last episode, mm-hmm. like we've been able to see that like through all her trials and tribulations, everything she's been put through, we've gotten to see that, yes, she is a little bit awkward at times. Yeah. And yes, she is real. Like they didn't have to just like say it to us. We actually got to see it. Mm-hmm. And now that I've seen it, I buy it.
2: You know what right. I mean? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God. And we are two episodes away from the finale.
1: Christ. (laughs) Almost at the end. And I'm like, okay, got it. Um, I also, as you mentioned, I like how, and of course we'll dig into it later into the recap, how she explicitly said that her experience with Luke P is what a lot of women go through. I loved it. And how the whole experience for her, while treacherous, was worth it to her Mm -hmm. if just for the mere fact that women can now watch it and hopefully learn from it. Mm -hmm. And that's what you and I've been saying on this podcast. Like this whole thing fucking sucks, but at least I hope young women are watching this and can learn from it. And so it was so great to hear her on stage, literally say those words Mm -hmm. like out loud Mm -hmm. and, and acknowledge that what she went through was some bullshit, but you know what? A lot of women do go through this. And so I want to use myself as an example. And she like, I appreciate that, that she had a stance and she like, she made an example of herself essentially. Yeah. that's probably not her, that was not her intention to, but. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I think also, sorry, I have a lot of thoughts. It's no, it's like, fine. To me now. Yeah. Also, um how she's just like never apologized for her sexuality. She's been very mm. bold and brazen. Like mm-hmm. literally said, I fucked in a, a windmill, <laughs> like very brazen about it, knowing that there's probably a lot of people back home and people in her Christian community Ooh. who just like Luke would judge her for it. You know oh I mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I like that she she just always kind of stood by that stance and like stood by her brazenness mm-hmm. and just made an example of herself. And I think being the lead, so being the bachelor, being the bachelorette, you have to understand that all of this is bigger than you. Like yeah, this right. is a huge platform that you have. And I think that she demonstrated an understanding of that mm-hmm. and, like, rode with that very much in a similar way to how Rachel mm-hmm. conducted herself as Bachelorette mm-hmm. and conducted herself as the first and only Bachelorette of color. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we really loved about Rachel and what made us proud about Rachel. And also in the same way how Becca disappointed us. Yeah. Because Becca downplayed her platform as the bachelorette Mm -hmm. to save ass Mm -hmm. with uh, with garrett talking about oh the ig doesn't matter Mm -hmm. like you know we ain't nobody and like purposely and conveniently downplayed their platform as you know the lead and the winner of the show
2: yeah
1: um and i just i like that you have to acknowledge that this is bigger than you yeah this is all of this is bigger than you. Right. The issues that come up in this show are bigger than just this fairy tale love story. Mm-hmm. Um, like Becca's season with Garrett brought up a lot of political. Our whole podcast was so political Oof, that season, yeah. not because we wanted to be, but because of the mm-hmm. shit that was happening on the show and off the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just like that Hannah, as you said, as young as she is, she understands like the platform that she has. <laughs> She's very explicitly vocalizing those things on stage, mm-hmm. and. Um, Yeah, it's just very proud to watch. Mm -hmm. And for someone so young, and we've been clowning her for her youngness, I'm happy to see that she has come full circle and has matured um, right before our eyes. Yeah. Yeah, made me very proud. Agreed. Yeah, I stand by it. Definitely one of my favorite bachelorettes of all time.
2: Wow. Yeah, because she's also someone who understands that this is a blip in time, which is, I think, why she is so brazen.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. You she know. knows people gonna get over this in no time. Right. Nobody care about what she's fucking. <laughs> right. <laughs> we care right. right now because she's relevant and this is like the hot episode or the hot season mm-hmm. or whatever, but ain't nobody give a shit in two year, in two days yeah. what the hell she was fucking. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she made a fan out of me definitely by wow. the end of last last night's episode and I'm excited to see how the finale is gonna play out mm-hmm. um, because it's gonna be some shit with Jed. I just know it. Oh my! I just know it. God, yes. In the finale on the couch, I just know so much shit has been come out yeah. has come out about him that there's no way that they're not going to address it. Oh yeah. And even Chris Harrison's little ominous like thing at the end. Did you hear mm-hmm. him? And he was like, well, you know, there's you know, sit tight. We're gonna address a lot of things next yeah. episode. Yeah. So they probably gonna bring out Home Girl, the ex girlfriend. Ooh. Or it's going to be messy, and I feel like Hannah, if she's still on the stride of making mm-hmm. us proud, she can, she'll she probably come right on stage and keep reading people to the filth, and I'm going to love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I
2: hope so. I also mm-hmm. hope, because I feel like families are there for the finale episode. Mm -hmm. I hope his old shady mama's there
1: (laughs) Yes They're gonna tag team a hand And read his ass
2: (laughs) Yes and be like girl I tried to tell you I tried to tell you Did you hear my
1: toast? Okay you missed that one but I was telling you (laughs) Uh, Oh I can't wait Yeah I can't can't wait wait either Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so those are initial thoughts. As mm-hmm. always, shout out to the Patreon crew. We love you, we love you, we love you. Continue to rate, review, and subscribe to us on any of the Bachelor, any of the Bachelor, any of the podcast apps or platforms mm-hmm. that you listen to us on. Um, next week is our last Bachelorette week of live yeah. tweeting the Bachelorette. Um, I mean, we'll be there for Paradise the following. week sure will. <laughs> yes, yeah, or anybody asking, we will be there for Paradise. We will be there for Paradise. Um, so stay tuned um but yeah we live tweet every monday we'll be live tweeting next monday and tuesday the two-part mm-hmm. finale our handles the number two blk girls the number one
2: rose and you can email us at the number two black girls the number one rose at gmail.com we do plenty of call outs um yeah so let us know
1: email yes. us yes and find us on facebook on instagram tag mm-hmm. us in your story continue to tag us continue to share us with the world um we always love that we always repost it to our story and yeah so before we get into this very juicy recap justine i know you have lots and lots of lovely church announcements so many church takes the church
2: um Mm -hmm. so thank you to everybody who reached out via email and via instagram message about my trip to woodstock um Mm -hmm. last week i told you guys about the extraordinary Ordinary racism that I <laughs> came <Jesus across>. Christ. <laughs> um, in Woodstock New York and apparently that's not the worst of it because we got some really really horrific stories from some mm-hmm. of our listeners glad you guys are um at least out of the mindset if you're not out of the environment um mm-hmm. so thank you to everybody and thank you to everybody who also reached out about solo travel um mm-hmm i am still very hesitant to solo travel i'm not gonna lie because that first Mm -hmm. night of not being able to sleep was so horrific that's Um, scary yeah it was really scary but if i go to like i don't know i'll have to figure it out maybe i'll go with like a bunch of solo travelers and maybe i'll see it that way or something um Mm -hmm. but so thank you to everybody who reached out about solo traveling that was really really awesome and thank you for your support um, I'm gonna try to reach out to everybody and actually give you a response this week. Um, so look out for that. And then shout out to Natalie and Michael for the love this week. Um, they just gave us some love in the inbox. Um, and that's it for church announcements.
1: Nice. Yeah. Um, I do have teeny tiny Bachelor Nation. Oh, do you? Okay. A little bit. I really just want to get this recap, so I think I'll say shit. But, yeah. uh-huh. um... So, Hannah and Luke P, they had a bit of a Twitter war
2: last oh, week. Yes,
1: yes. During last week's episode. Yes. I'm not going to go through the tweets because it wasn't that juicy, but Luke P just still ain't shit, even mm. in the current garbage. present day. <laughs> just yeah. straight garbage, hasn't learned a damn thing. Mm. Had the nerve to try and come for Hannah through Twitter, literally like adding her and yeah. still talking about sin and Jesus and f- straight foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can go see that on Twitter I don't even want to go into it Because he is just it's Like we are done with the Luke P show As you, they said yes. on, on the on the mental law um, Other piece of news So all the Tyler C fans out there yeah. Are going nuts Because mm-hmm. yeah. Gigi Hadid <laughs> Started following yes, Tyler him. On Instagram Yes, And Homegirl has 85 million followers Or whatever the yeah, hell she, she? has I don't know if it's 85 but she has a shit ton A lot though And yeah a whole million multi, Like multi million mm-hmm. um, And she only follows 1,039 people Really Luke Tyler C is one of the lucky 1,039 now Wow um, So everyone of course is like losing their shit And like what does this yeah. mean And he followed her back and That's dope. She has 48.8 <laughs> million So she's one of the biggest people okay. on Instagram yeah for With sure. that number right Mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah we'll have to watch and see yo if that nigga starts dating indeed. <laughs> of course he would of course <laughs> oh my god oh man. Mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised yeah
2: me either me either at
1: all i mean what's his name wells <laughs> wells the bartender well lock that down oh. Locked down a <laughs> big time prime time ABC actress, <laughs> yeah. Sarah. Was it Sarah Haland or something? Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The modern family girl. I mean, and that's Wells. Ain't nobody know who Wells was. All right. He went home like episode two or whatever on JoJo season. Wow. And he, yeah, he locked it down. So Tyler, mm-hmm. he has a sure shot with Gigi. How did. Oh I'm yeah, pretty sure. For oh, sure, for sure. Um, so we'll keep watching that. Mm-hmm. And that's it for Bachelor Nation news. Nice. Let's just jump into this recap. Let's go. So, we open up, Chris Harrison is on stage, mm-hmm. and he's telling us how, you know, we usually start the men tell all with all the men on stage, but actually, some shit went down in Greece that we want to show y'all first, mm-hmm. so let's let's go to the video. Oh, my gosh, it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we open up to Hannah on a balcony, wearing... Oof. A very <laughs> weird cutout dress. I wrote down. She looked like one of those child brides from my big fat gypsy no. wedding. <laughs> you ever watch that show? Yeah, I would live for that show. But <laughs> <laughs> that weird little cutout, like she's trying to look old, like she's trying to look sexy, but she's like fourteen. Yeah, Ugh.
2: I know, I know. Terrible. You know outfit. what it was? It was like too many, el- too many elements in one dress.
1: Yes, another one of those. Like it yep. had a
2: cutout, it had a print, it had a train, it was black, <laughs> it had a halter. Like it was just too
1: many So many things. Too many things. And I feel like the cutout if it was just the sides cut out, mm-hmm. maybe would have worked, but the whole back was cut out I too. Know. Yeah. So it was just it was a very odd dress. Yeah. Um, but anyway she was wearing it and mm-hmm. she was sitting on a balcony and talking about her last three guys Peter Tyler and Jed um because remember she sent Luke P packing last week yeah um but she was just kind of talking about Peter Tyler and Jed how their overnights were amazing and how she's in love with them how, how she's in love with each of them for you know different ways mm-hmm. and then we see the three guys kind of getting ready coming down for the rose ceremony Peter um shows up first talk about he's so crazy in love with her yeah he's smitten very smitten um Tyler talking about how they you know really connected on their overnight so he's like still on a high from that um and then Jed addressing how he had a lot of questions but he feels a lot better now um and Jed showed up in a brown suit mm. that I did not hate what you didn't I didn't hate it oh god I don't know I why cuz like I feel like a the concept up bear oof <laughs> oh god it wasn't it was build a bear brown it definitely was build a bear <laughs> but I like I don't know why I kept looking I was like I'm not supposed to like this but I feel like I do okay It's. it came It because we're in Greece it's summery it was like a summer brown <laughs> As I'm saying this, I know this sounds horrendous, but I can't explain why I liked this suit and I know I wasn't supposed to like it. No. Oh
2: God. I uh, I knew we were gonna agree on that one. Okay.
1: Yeah. So shout out to Jed, this very contentious suit you had on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you see Tyler's suit? Ooh, ooh. Ty Tyler looked good as always. And Peter. I loved Peter's suit too. Didn't it's even very, notice like, Grecian, uh, not Grecian. It was just a very like summer in Greek. Oh, you know? cute yeah. summer in mm-hmm. Greek, summer in Greece. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Hannah, she's talking to her confessionals. She said, "You know, I sent Luke home, and the other guys have no idea." Mm-hmm. And she has very strong feelings about Luke. She says, "Fuck that guy. Yeah, not an ounce of me misses him, or wants him in my life, or questions my decision." Can <laughs> like- I tell you? That I've had this feeling twice now Mm-mm. It is the It is like top three
2: Feelings you'll ever have in your life
1: Just having full clarity On something nigga not being clarity, shit
2: Clarity, closure and just knowing That like no matter How he feels or no matter What the future has for you whether you're gonna be alone Or not that you came out on top Because you were happier mm-hmm. without that person Is mm-hmm. one of the best feelings in the world
1: Yeah oh wow Yeah I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So like fully living in your self-love and mm-hmm. just yeah, just thinking about the journey that got you there and just feeling yeah. proud of yourself. I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. yeah. Um so anyways, meanwhile, motherfucking Luke oh, is Luke on the vlog. <laughs> Luke on the vlog. <laughs> vlogging from the SUV. <laughs> Talking about, you know, Hannah thought sending me home in the van there was no way I would want to be with her after the last things she told me. But she was sadly mistaken. You know, I still love her. I'm not through. I can't leave and go home without talking to her again. I got more stuff to get off my chest. She made a big mistake. I'm going to tell her that. And I'm on my way. Like, he
2: doesn't even <sighs> know that, like, she was sadly mistaken is not a compliment on him. Right. He, do- he can't even, like, he can just barely even talk. I can't
1: with this guy. Yeah he's also wrapped up in this fairy fairytale in, in his head that yeah. he's going to fight for his girl. And save her. And so, yeah. and save her. I'm fighting for her. This yeah. is what women and men around the world want to see when you mm-hmm. fight for love. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're not fighting for her. At this point, you're stalking her. Right. And right. she sent you home and was very clear on that. Mm-hmm. And now you're basically telling her that she don't know what's right for her. Right.
2: Yeah. And that these Ugh. other guys are garbage when they all gang up
1: to hate you. Right Yeah um, So he says all his bullshit And then we see that this psycho is holding an engagement ring Boxless uh,
2: Just chilling. Just a ring <laughs> Just a ring We don't know if In it's from hands. a crackerjack box We don't know if it's from ShopRite outside We don't know if it's from Kmart We don't know where right. it's from
1: Just a lone ring Just a ring just the ring And he says I want to prove to her How serious I am mm. Where did the producers Get this ring from? Oh my god I hope they did not Give him a private sit down With <laughs> Neil Lane And he got to choose this shit I really hope He spent his Hard owned His hard earned Coins of his own And mm. bought this bullshit I, I hope really so hope too. they did not Help him with this foolishness No Cause that was a real ass ring Yeah it, I mean maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe. Who knows? But still, this is insane that yeah. this was even a thing, an option yeah. for him. Foolish. Yes. So Hannah comes down to meet Chris Harrison, mm-hmm. and they're off to the side, you know, to ended up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to Hannah, Luke arrives. Mm-hmm. Just Hannah. I feel like Chris knew, but it's okay. Chris, oh, hell yeah, Chris knew. <laughs> Luke arrives and he literally joins the lineup of the other three guys. Like he's waiting for the roast ceremony to <laughs> begin. <laughs> and those three guys also have no idea that he's not supposed to be there. Right. They have no clue that he was actually sent home yesterday yep. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So Luke just moses on down to the roast <laughs> ceremony, joins in the lineup and sit there waiting wait for Hannah. Like I was I was laid out like cracking up <laughs> watching this. So Chris Harrison and Hannah, they're chatting, um, about her whole experience. then he sends her on her way and Hannah, you know, she's walking all, Mm -hmm. you know, walking to go meet her three Mm -hmm. guys. Mm -hmm. And then she turns the corner and sees Luke standing there Mm -hmm. among the men. And then Luke immediately comes over to her trying to talk. And she immediately is just like, why are you here? Yeah. (laughs) You have to leave. He's like, can we talk? She's like, no. Yeah. Like just cut and dry luke well you know i can't go home until i get a few things off my chest and she's like no yeah like, just no Mm-mm. so tyler in the back he's smirking
2: yeah yes and he was
1: <laughs> just cheesing and tells luke bro like just get back in line yeah. like and hannah's like no just go like i've yeah. already like done this and Luke is just standing so firm, so wrong and strong. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to stand here all day if it has to. And Hannah says, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> no, the fuck you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just standing there like having a standoff. And she's like, I'm mm-hmm. about to go psycho. So please leave. Ooh. And they're having a standoff. He says, you know, I need clarity right now. And she's like, I have clarity. Mm-hmm. This is not about you. Right. Like this ain't about you getting clarity. I have my clarity and this is my show. Please leave. <laughs> and
2: also, like I was clear with you.
1: Very crystal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. And he's like, you know, I understand, but I'm not gonna leave until I have my closure. And she's like, no, you are going to leave because I've already sent you home. Yeah. Immediately zoom in (laughs) on Jed's face. (laughs) Who is astonished. Like, that was, for me, the funniest moment ever. His face alone, Mm -hmm. hearing that he had already been sent home, which was his Christmas wish since he was five (laughs) years old, was to see Luke P go home. (laughs) And to hear that he what? Like, Luke's, I mean, Jed's face just uh, Mm -hmm. had me dying um and then hannah she just goes off she's i've been an emotional roller coaster with you i've put these guys through shit over giving you chance after chance um which is all to give me clarity so i'm not doing this anymore i'm not going to let you rewrite what you said to me the other night Mm. i love that she said it that way because you know that's what he's trying to do he's trying to rewrite what she heard right yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and kind of spin it as he always does yep And here he comes, you know, well, you know, relationships, how relationships work is through communication. And then Mm. Hannah tries to interrupt him and he goes, listen, that's when Hannah snapped. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. She was like, I don't see no cameras. I don't see no Chris Harrison. I don't see nobody.
1: Nope. Nope. And you're not going to tell me to listen. Yeah, she saw red again. And she full on snapped. He's like, you know, this is about my heart. And she said, this is not about your heart. Mm-hmm. Fucking leave. <laughs> You're so narcissistic. Nor- narcissistic. I'm sorry that your heart is broken, but you've already broken my heart like 15 times. Yeah. And so he says, you know, well, my heart isn't broken. This this just isn't over for me. Let's now cue Hannah picking up the pedestal mm. where the roses were laying. And literally walking ten paces forward, mm-hmm. closer to the guys yep. and away from Luke. Yep. That shit also had me laid out in my <laughs> office. Like, <laughs> what am I watching? I love this. She's making me so proud right now. And so she does that, making it very clear, like I want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And then that's when all the other guys, the three guys, chime in, like, "Bruh, just leave, just yeah. leave." Like, enough, enough, enough. And here comes Luke again you know, well, Hannah, did you or did you not talk to Colton after you were sent home? And at that point, Hannah, she just like turned her back to him and yeah. just like started to move away. And then all three, like Peter, Jed and Tyler just kind of moved in like, dude, dude, mm-hmm. like come like, on, leave. Yeah, just leave enough of this. And apparently Jed maybe like touched Luke's jacket mm-hmm. and Luke was like, you know, lay your hands off me. And our man Tyler says, Mm. or what? (laughs) And all you see is like fucking four foot three Luke looking upwards, like literally looking upwards (laughs) at six foot two Tyler in pure horror. Because he knows he ain't going to do shit. The terror (laughs) in his eyes when Tyler said, or what? Oh. And so, yeah, all three guys just, like, came in And were like, dude, she already sent you home She said no, how many more mm-hmm. no's do you need Like, just re- Everyone's just a broken record at this point right. And she's not clicking in his head Like, um, and Luke Continues to say to Hannah, like, I'm not going anywhere Until I get a chance to share everything I feel And Hannah's face is just in pure Disgust mm-hmm. Jed just says Everyone is just like, get the fuck out Just move, yeah. get the fuck out of here um And Hannah's like This is not the same as me and Colton And he's he's some low dirty bullshit He is for bringing that, bringing, Trying to compare himself to Colton And yeah. trying to Make this whole situation seem very familiar to her This is not familiar to anybody mm-hmm. You look psycho right now She did not go back after she was sent home And try to go back into the house yeah, and convince him She didn't do that That's- Nobody did that so I don't know No <laughs> She, no. She accepted that breakup very well. Yes, she packed herself up in this, the the SUV and was gone. She yeah. didn't come back and do this bullshit. So mm-hmm. I don't even know why he was trying to compare apples and oranges. So mm-hmm. um and he says, you know, this will be really easy if you just give me 60 seconds to speak. You know, you know that you were leading with your emotions last night. Those last few minutes were not your character. You totally didn't understand where I came from the other night. And Hannah's face, she's just... At this point, she's, like, in comical disbelief. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: right. She's like, how is this she's happening almost, to me?
1: How is this happening? Her face, she's kind of has, like, a slight smile, but mm-hmm. disgust and rage at the same time. Mm-hmm. She literally looks like she's... She's literally looking at him like she's in the Twilight Zone. Like, I can't believe <laughs> you're doing this. also because what is all my she life? has to do is say, Security! And he's gone. Right. And they swoop in <laughs> and get grab his ass. Um... So, uh, Hannah says, you asked me, if I had sex with anybody here, that you would remove yourself from the process. Mm -hmm. And he says, I didn't say that. Mm. I don't want to be misunderstood, and that be the reason why I leave. You know, I know for a fact that you still have feelings for me. (sighs) He's so good with this, like, you misunderstood Mm -hmm. the words that I said. Like, Mm -hmm. again, the classic gaslighting.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And Hannah said... You know, I did have feelings for you, but I've been praying for clarity. And the moment that you started judging me, I was done. Mm -hmm. And he, again, you are 100% misunderstanding me. Never have I ever condemned or judged you ever. You know, so don't put words in my mouth. This guy is fucking sick. He is.
2: So now you're doubting the prayer that she made about this? Like,
1: he's just right. He's yeah, it's just it's sick. Yeah. Um, and Hannah said, you know, the Lord has allowed that soul. I forget how she put it, like our soulful spiritual connection thing mm-hmm. that I thought I had with you. You know, that's completely gone now. And there has not been one part of me ha- that has had any regret mm. about sending you home. And so Chris Harrison, he comes fucking out of nowhere, and he's <laughs> like, "So what do you want to do?" <laughs> he literally <laughs> turned the corner, he's like, "Right there." <laughs> So what do you want to do, Hannah? And she said, I was clear the other night that I do not want him here. Mm-hmm. And Luke, again, you know, can you look me in the eyes and tell me that you have complete clarity and no feelings for me? And Hannah, straight-laced as ever, just says to him, I can. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Mic drop. And finally, it clicked in him. Like, after she said multiple times, I'm done mm-hmm. with you, I'm done with you, finally that I can was, like, the period for him. Mm-hmm. And he Finally walked off, looking like a complete dweeb, (laughs) a defeated loser. Yeah, (laughs) walking off into the distance. Um, and the three guys, Peter, Jed, and Tyler, kind of go back in the lineup. And Chris Harrison and Hannah are talking off to the side. And he said, Chris Harrison tells her, you know, he was fully convinced that you were his wife, Mm -hmm. and he actually had a ring in his pocket and was ready to propose to you. And Hannah's face was just, like, obviously in complete shock, disgust. because right. he can't even... And, like, even, what the fuck. That
2: means that he wouldn't even be willing to finish out the process.
1: No, he's psychotic. <laughs> like, that he thought <laughs> that he was going to propose, like, pu- proposing to her was going to just put a band-aid on everything that just happened. And she is that dumb Mm -hmm. that she is just going to throw away everything and just say yes to your proposal. Like you actually had a you actually thought you had a morsel of a chance to completely change her mind after how she ended with you. That which was a very solid, like disgust ending with you. Like you did not end on good terms. You end on the worst terms anyone has ever seen on the show. Also, and you thought swooping in with a ring was going to change that.
2: You were going to marry someone who you didn't meet their family yet? That, too. Like, what
1: are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, all of this. <laughs> How did this plan work in your head? Luke?
2: Yeah.
1: How? What? Hmm. Oh, my God. No self-awareness. None. No brain. But you know Just, what? Ugh.
2: This is what happens when you tell niggas where to go. Because they realize how strong you are, how independent you are, and how you don't need them. They're attracted mm-hmm. to it, and they'll do anything to get it back because they know they're garbage, and they mm-hmm. know they're not getting anybody even remotely close to you. Shout out mm-hmm. to anybody who's had this same feeling. It is, again, mm-hmm. one of the best
1: mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, so that kind of ends that segment of the episode. Chris Harrison is back on stage and he tells us that, you know, we won't see the fallout and how all of that ended until next week at the two part finale.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but he says we will meet the man of controversy yep. and he invites Luke out on stage, literally like three motherfuckers in that audience yeah. clapped for his ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was like, crickets. Mm-hmm. Um... And Chris is like, you know, how are you feeling? You know, coming back for Hannah, what were you hoping for? And Luke is just, you know, I wanted clarity or closure. You know, she didn't give me a chance to speak my heart that night. You know, if she gave me a chance to speak, I would not have gone back. What? Which is a lie. Yeah. First of all she read you the filth but Mm -hmm. you did talk you talked a lot during Mm -hmm. that whole conversation she let you sit and talk and bury yourself yeah and then she came and just like fucking ended you right but you wanted your rebuttal but guess what this is her show she don't need to give you no rebuttals no you're leaving right now get in the van get the fuck out (laughs) also this is her boundary that she
2: set with you because she broke up with you Mm -hmm. so you have to leave
1: now period so, you know, Chris Harrison's like, well, don't you think that ship has sailed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, when you said to her that you would leave if she had sex, you know, you had your say. And unfortunately, it went poorly. Mm-hmm. And now you want another say? <laughs> like, right. I love the way Chris was like wording it. It was so messy. I loved it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Luke was like, well, you know, I expressed what I wanted in a wife in regards to sex. And I was simply asking a question to Hannah. For clarity for myself, and that 's mm. when she turned it around and thought that I was judging her mm, and mm, mm. you were judging her like right. he's trying he's now recognizing that he he was judging her period yeah. he's yeah. trying to spin it like it was something else you were judging her, yeah, and granted granted he didn't know at the time whether she had had sex or not. Mm-hmm. But in any which way that he phrased his whole if you had sex or didn't have sex, mm-hmm. like you in general did not create an open space for her to feel accepted or respected if she had had sex. Right. Right. Like his whole thing was if you had sex, you know, I would take myself out the process. Mm-hmm. And so I get what he's trying to say and that, you know, I, I wanted to kind of lay out this is what I'm looking for in a wife. But the way you phrased your whole intro to mm-hmm. this conversation about sex was setting it up to let her know that if you had sex, I am judging you and I'm done with you.
2: Right. And he has now finally latched on to the buzzword, which is what gaslighters do. He latched on to the buzzword of judgment and mm. knows that it's bad. So mm-hmm. he's trying to prove that he wasn't judging.
1: Yes. Trying to distance himself. And, and then he keeps took the word she that was good,
2: which was clarity, and trying mm-hmm. to make it seem like that's what he wanted.
1: Mm Clarity, preach, Justine. That's exactly it. You know what I'm saying? He's like doing math with words, Mm
2: -hmm. and you (laughs) cannot, you cannot do both.
1: Not at all. Nobody knows this math problem because it don't make any sense. And now, because you sat up here just
2: seven days ago and said one thing, and then now seven days later are saying that you never said that. (laughs) <laughs> like, now you really, you can't do that. You can ask you can't any reality star.
1: You cannot do that.
2: No. It's on no. camera. You said it. It's
1: on camera. And you yes, said it with your chest. Say, right. And there's no, this wasn't edited in this way. She did not mishear you. Nope. Like, you said exactly what you said, very plainly what you said. Yeah. And there was no misconstruing what you said. So, mm-hmm. no. So Luke said, you know, she said, let's just say, she said, you know, let's say I had had sex. How would you feel? And so I expressed my initial reaction, which would be to leave. And that's the decision that I made that I would make for myself. But then she blindsided me with how she handled the whole conversation thereafter. And so he goes into saying how he just like didn't expect her reaction and how you know oh this is where he really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> he said because the whole audience face was like oh hell no <laughs> where he said you know i wasn't looking at this as an unorthodox dating situation i was really treating this as how i would date anyone and you know seeing her straddle or mount mm-hmm. or swap saliva with other guys was not easy why you had to spell it out like that all right Can't you say
2: watching her date other men was not easy for me? mm
1: -hmm. No. Or be physical with other guys. But you had to say straddle, mount, and swap saliva. Listen, because he is- He knows what he's saying. As
2: um, Hannah said, he is obsessed with sex.
1: Yes. Yes. Because he went on further. He said, you know, I'm getting fitted for a suit that I'm going to propose in and that I'm finding out she had sex the night before. Mm -hmm. That's not something I want in a future wife. And, yeah, it just keeps going on and on about the sex. And so, Chris Harrison says, you know, I respect that. That's your choice. But Hannah didn't make that choice. Right. And so, we're all surprised that you didn't just walk away. Right. As you said, you would. <laughs> what a great question, <laughs> Glad Chris said Harrison. You would leave the process mm-hmm. if you found out she had sex. And yet, here we are <laughs> at the row <laughs> ceremony, joining the lineup. <laughs> <acting on laughs> <how Blake. laughs> I can't. So, Luke said, "You know, I made a mistake. I made Hannah out to be this perfect woman, the perfect wife. And it wasn't just the sex that made me want to leave her mm-hmm. lies. And you know, um, Chris Harrison then says, "You know, your relationship was very contentious, and it always came back to your it always came back to your faith and how you guys applied faith in your life very differently mm-hmm. and it ended up causing this very catastrophic catastrophic event in your relationship. Then Luke proceeded to sit in silence for like 60 seconds. Yo, this that very. Long. <laughs> they didn't edit long. shit out, too. They made nope. him look dumb as hell. Yep. They made us sit in that very awkward silence with him. Mm-hmm. As he is claiming to try to find the words to explain. So it's clear for all of us because we apparently don't hear what he's saying. And we all across America always mm-hmm. misunderstand him. I'm so always. he needs 60 seconds of pure silence to put his dumbass words together. And meanwhile, he this just is just says,
2: one of the easiest questions to answer. Because if it all comes back to faith, all you got to do is open up your Bible and say, <laughs> go to the index. And say marriage. Mm-hmm. And say I believe marriage is this in verse this chapter this. Right. Verse that. If you
1: always fallen back on your faith, then line it up with some verse that's and it. and stand strong in that. Yeah. Nah, he's sitting in silence, putting together some bullshit words. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, after all that, he says, you know, our love was real. That's why I went back, and it was frustrating being misunderstood. So he's still riding on the. He was misunderstood. That's why he went back. Mm-hmm. He went back because he was misunderstood. And then he continued on. He said, you know, Hannah brought up pride and my pride. And Chris Harrison's like, yep, she also called you a narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke was like, yeah, you know, pride is something that I am I was struggling with on the show. It's something that I'm still working on. Um, and Chris Harrison is like, well, do you think she was right in that respect, calling you like narcissistic? And he's like, you know, that's a tough question. You know, I admit to being prideful and arrogant, but narcissistic, that's pushing it a little far.
2: Please.
1: I feel like prideful plus arrogance equals narcissistic. So, yeah,
2: I also I don't know, maybe because of my recent like therapy and studies of who people are like either you're Mm -hmm. a narcissist or you're an empath. So, I feel like once you line up with the one of them, just like line up with your crew. You know what I mean? Like I would rather be called either. Rep your set, nigga. <laughs> That's it. You ASAP. You young what? You uh, what are the young broke niggas? YBN? Like what? <laughs> like, what? Like I don't. I mean, I would rather be called something that is literally like a category of personality than like prideful, boastful, and like what else? What was mm-hmm. the other word that she says? I don't know. I'd ask. Um, arrogance. Arrogant. arrogant. Um, mm-hmm. so I, would, I don't know, but I mean, you know, if I don't know, I know damn sure he don't, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, and so Chris Harrison asks him, you know, are you still in love with Hannah? He's like, my feelings haven't changed. I still want what's best for her. Um, but I can say she's not my person. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Harrison asks, very easy question. You know, looking back, do you feel like you've made any mistakes? Mm. Luke had the audacity to say, if I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. Nope. You are a child. (laughs) Because you know you fucked up. Mm -hmm. You are the first person on the couch, in the hot seat, on mental all, to explain your bullshit. With no background vocals of the rest of the men. No, you got your own little moment on stage because you done fucked up and they're giving you an opportunity to explain your dumb ass. And you have the nerve to sit up here and say that I wouldn't change a thing. People would respect you more if you just admitted one thing. Right. Just apologize for lying on Luke. Luke S. Anything. (laughs) But to say you regret nothing, Mm -hmm. that there's nothing that you would go back and change. Mm. Like, that's just, that one is showing that... He for one isn't working on his pride issues as he just so claimed just to be working to on. Say that. Yeah, because you're too prideful uh. right now to even admit that you're
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media
2: LP.com slash 2BG1R.
1: Wrong. You're right. a child. One of the biggest signs of adulthood is when you're able to own up to your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Only children and immature people stand strong and wrong. And that's what he's still <laughs> yes. doing. God. God. <sighs> he's the worst. <laughs> so. <laughs> We return from commercial break. Commercial break, and Chris Harrison is, you know, like I'm still I'm sitting in here with Luke P, and all the guys are backstage. And let me ask you one more time, uh, Luke. You know, are you regretting anything? Like he was mm-hmm. starting to. Everybody in the audience was chuckling, and Luke just interjects, you know. And here comes his backtrack, and mm-hmm. you already know he's coming to backtrack. Well, you know, obviously, if I could go back, I would, there's a whole lot I would change. But, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity to learn and grow from it all. So that's what I meant. When <laughs> I said, oh. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't change shit. Right Chris. <laughs> God He always oh, This is what happens though He says the wrong thing And then people are like What the fuck You can't say that And he's like yeah. Actually I didn't say that What I meant was Or he doesn't get like The reaction that he
2: thought he would Because he probably thought
1: He would get applause Right And as soon as he's on, didn't And he's like Oh wait That's actually not what I meant What yeah. I meant was Oh my god So He's asked You know When he's You know Luke is like You know Were you talking about With Hannah In terms of changing things Were you talking about The guys Chris Harrison's like Start with the guys Like where did it go wrong With the guys yep. And Luke says You know it all started In Rhode Island And he admitted He said I did bold face lie To Luke S <laughs> And I think he's talking about When he told Luke S That he would tell Hannah that he's here for the mm. wrong reasons and then he went upstairs and told hannah that he's fucking peddling tequila so <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> talk about a bold face lie literally told luke S one thing went upstairs and did the exact opposite yeah um and so he said i did bold face lie to luke s and we did have our little sideline situation during the rugby game and You know, the guys in the house thought I was a crazy psychopathic liar and I watched the season. I didn't like that Luke P. guy and I don't blame them for that. And then he went into his little pity thing talking about, you know, I was neglected and disrespected in the house. Mm -hmm. And then the woman that I thought was one of my dreams at the same time was also battling my character and my integrity and trying to like garner sympathy for himself. But you created all of this. Like, you created drama with the guys Mm -hmm. by lying and lying and literally lying on people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the point where Luke sent himself home because he couldn't even deal with the fucking lies that you were doing with
2: him. And this was so early on, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. There There was still like
1: 13 people left in the house. There was like 15 of them left. Yes. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my God.
1: And then Luke continues on saying, You know what? Like from day one, I thought I was on a rescue mission for Hannah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Chris Harrison, which I appreciate, he was like, Hold up. So when you say rescue her, in your mind, you're thinking that she actually needed to be saved. Mm-hmm. And then Luke is like, Well, you know, here he comes backtracking again. When I say rescue mission, I, I didn't mean from them. Um, I mean, no, he said, When I say rescue mission, I meant from them, from the guys. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in my head, in everybody's head, we're thinking, oh, you're trying to save her, like, her Jezebel self yes. like from right. her heathen ways. Yeah. Which I think is what he actually meant, but yeah. Yeah. he tried to backtrack and say, I was saving her from the guys.
2: And shout out to Tyler, who was on Twitter Googling, like, rescue mission toys and then putting it up and being like, you guys remember playing with these? <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> <coughs> mm. He is
2: hilarious. Anyway.
1: Um and so uh, suddenly out of nowhere Dominican Devin Devin I totally forgot his Demitian, name but whatever. thank god Chris yes. Harrison was there. <laughs> Dominican and Devin came out and he trying to secure that Bachelor in Paradise bag. Yep. And <laughs> he said um, he he just came on stage saying like my blood is boiling backstage and you know Luke there are two types of men in the world Men who want an independent, strong woman and men who want a woman who they can control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chris Harrison is like, is that the kind of woman you want? You know, someone that you could just put up on a glass case and take her down when you need her. And then Luke P. proceeds to take another 60 seconds to think. Mm. <laughs> For someone who thinks so damn much before he speaks, he sure don't ever say the right thing. He don't say nothing. No. Nothing. Never. You you would think that he would come out with this whole eloquent explanation. He just Mm -hmm. comes out with more nonsense. Mm -hmm. And after thinking for 60 long-ass seconds. So Luke says, you know, the last thing I want or will ever do is control a woman. You know, I do want an independent woman who makes decisions for herself. Um, although a man Is supposed to lead and guide Women in a relationship that, Which That, gave,
2: that is of <laughs> uh, the bible
1: uh-huh. yep. Very, Uh huh That he twisted Around firmly, yep, firmly In his christian bible study ways Gosh. Um, which is, I mean, I've heard this in church Yeah, we've all, if you are Christian or when, I mean, I grew up in the Pentecostal church, yeah. so, wow. um, I've heard all kind of bullshit and definitely one of the proponents is how men lead women in, mm-hmm. in the household and relationships and mm-hmm. the family. And here he comes just to that same, you know, soundbite that he's learned in church. Um, and um so he said that on stage all the women in the audience were like oh this is disgusting Mm. and then he kind of like starts talking to the guys backstage like you know for all you guys backstage come on out lay it on me i'm ready like i don't know what the fuck you trying to do with that
2: yeah also you're Um, not ready because it takes you you're not ready (laughs) i mean five (laughs) minutes of this was just silence of you thinking so Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. So stop so we return from commercial break, mm-hmm. and all the guys are on stage. Everybody's back. Um, big Mike got the biggest set applause, of cheers. Yeah. Biggest applause. Still got that big, beautiful smile. He's
2: so hot. Oh, my God.
1: So good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Just a beauty. Um, and so Luke is still in the hot seat. Chris Harrison asks him, you know, what, you know, what was your deal with the guys? and luke here this is his spin on things Mm -hmm. you know you know since i got the first impression rose i had a target on my back you know anything i said wasn't going to go over well with the guys and that's when mike came in and just spoke for all of bachelor nation and said we didn't put a target on your back you did that yourself Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and he said i feel like luke hasn't learned a thing You are still narcissistic, cantankerous, misogynistic. I think your future wife is going to be a prisoner of you. And, you know, we were coming from a position of care by telling you that there were some things that you needed to change up. And you're showing here tonight that you still haven't even changed. Mm -hmm. So, fuck you. I didn't say that, but (laughs) basically that's Mm -hmm. what it was um and very true i mean his future wife based on his beliefs and what the hell he's shouting out here on stage um even now letting us know that he believes that the man is the leader in the relationship and Mm -hmm. must guide the woman all that bullshit whoever is going to be his future wife is literally going to be in a controlling uh prisoner-like uh partnership with this man right because honestly
2: if mike said The husband should be the leader of the household, which is why I lead my conversations with Hannah with my faith, which is why I lead my conversations with Hannah with honesty. That's a totally different sentence Mm. than when Luke says it, because Luke is saying it with A, no faith backup whatsoever. (laughs) Right. And B... A very controlling and, as Hannah keeps touting, narcissistic view. He d- he never thinks of another human being's feelings.
1: Mm-mm. It's always from his point of view, always of, like, period. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Connor steps in and says, Connor! You know, I respect your being so Ooh, happy to be at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> said i respect you being here because you are definitely stepping into a firestorm mm-hmm. um but every week you were apologizing things because every week your actions never changed mm-hmm. you're a liar you manipulator you're controlling you're a psychopath um just kept laying it on them yeah and um luke you know try to stand up for himself you know it hurt me to watch back the season i was extremely prideful i both faced life to some of you guys i was immature i hope you guys can support me as i change i ask for your forgiveness like fuck out of here (laughs) um mike flat out i don't accept your apology yeah because why would would i do that (laughs) No, and also Chris Harrison just asked you if you would change anything, and you literally just said before we got out on stage that you wouldn't. Yeah. So why should we forgive you now? Because you're on stage with us, All cowering right. and asking for our forgiveness. But you were so bold before when we weren't on stage talking about Nah I wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Like fuck you. Um. So Garrett laid into him. Grant laid into him. Grant. Grant got <laughs> his little moment. <laughs> He said, you owe a huge apology to Tyler, Peter, and Jed Mm -hmm. for, again, just taking over another, you know, their last roast ceremony. Another ceremony of sorts. Oh, another, another thing became the whole Luke P. show again. And told him, you know, you're totally acting out of your character, which I think he meant acting in his character because he was acting exactly right. Yeah. Always seems, but I kind of get what he was saying. Mm And Luke was like, well, what, you know, what was out of my character? And Garrett was, not Garrett, Grant was like, when someone says no, it means no. Yep. (laughs) Like, period. And, of course, all the crowd is like, well. Yeah. And, yeah, Dylan laid into him, Cam laid into him, Mm -hmm. and Cam flat out asked him, did you ever apologize to Luke S for Literally drop kicking his ass And then lying on him On top
2: of that like. And then ruining <laughs> Any business proposition That he would have after Like if he has right. A tequila company now It'll like a joke
1: It looks like a joke which Yeah is,
2: Which sucks
1: and That sucks That oh. actually does really suck Um So Lucas was like Yep he sure did apologize And mm-hmm. then That exact next night He told the guy He told the guys That he would tell Hannah That I was here For the right reasons And then he literally Went upstairs And did the exact opposite Yep And Luke pressed him. He said, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. And Luke P is just like, uh. And Luke is like, it's a very simple question. Why did you do that? Because he never got a clear answer for that. He sent himself home before Mm -hmm. he actually was able to fully confront Luke P and get a real answer out of him as to why did you just go upstairs and lie and tell her that I'm peddling this tequila company. Like He never got an answer. And so he's pressing him. And Luke P, classic Luke P, Just said, I don't know. Didn't even have an answer Mm. for him. Um, And so uh, Messi asked Chris Harrison, um, then asked, You know, I'm curious, you know, neither one of you, or, you know, Luke or Hannah, neither one of you are virgins. So was there some hypocrisy there? Mm. And Luke P, you know, not at all, and goes off on this rant about. Being like a born again virgin. And oh my god, he said a secondary virgin. Secondary virgin. Yeah. I was like, I have never heard me. that term. In my That's life.
2: That's had me rolling.
1: Secondary <laughs> virgin. so cool that? Oh god. So yeah, he goes off in this whole rant about being a secondary virgin and how you know I was asking Hannah um, to make sure that we were on the same page and. Here, I get what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying, I get what he was trying to say, but he went about it all wrong, because he's saying this is where I stand with my sec- you know born again secondary, my born again virginity, <laughs> and you know I'm hoping that Hannah was on the same path, and so that's how I kind of entered in this conversation. Um, but his whole his whole way about going about it was very judgmental, mm-hmm. because he made. He attached his love to this condition. Right. And then shamed and judged her in the process for having sex and telling her that she's not good enough for him, essentially not a good enough Christian. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we all understood what you were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you're standing firm in that I'm a born again virgin. This is what I would also want Mm -hmm. out of a wife. You know, tell me where you stand. Or, like, what is your relationship with premarital sex? Mm -hmm. Like, he could have done this exact same intention with that conversation. Right. In the way that I just presented it. But instead, he came very judgmental. Mm -hmm. And um, it it didn't become a conversation about them being on the same page anymore. Instead, it became a conversation of him judging and condemning her for potentially having sex.
2: And you know it was that because he had it around Fantasy Suite's time.
1: Yes, exactly. If he had had this conversation
2: four episodes ago... It mm-hmm. still would have been judgmental because of the way that he put it, but it wouldn't be as impactful because there isn't this assumption that they're just going to be just fucking all night long right. in, <laughs> in the fantasy suite. And we know mm-hmm. that that is not what she considered it to be because of how she was with Tyler.
1: Right. Exactly. So, and they did not have sex. Right. And it, it was not a fantasy suite about sex at all. Right.
2: So. On purpose, she didn't have sex.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh, so Jonathan, who small. was the one of the black guys <laughs> who <lived at> home. <laughs> I don't remember what he. Oh, he had a standoff with Cam. Oh, did he? Or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember uh, something? With Cam. I just remember him being the
2: server who goes to church and the club.
1: Yes, from mm-hmm. his bio, <laughs> church and the club. Yes. So he, you know stood up and said you know you know with luke you know we connected on our faith because he also is christian Mm -hmm. um but the way you talked and walked was not christian like Mm. and for you to project your faith on someone else is not the way to go about and do it Mm -hmm. which is a hundred percent right yep you can nobody's shaming you for being christian nobody's shaming you for having these beliefs it's the way that you go about it and the fact that you are projecting your faith on everybody and mm. making Hannah in particular, who identifies as a Christian woman, out to feel as if she's not Christian enough. Right. You know what I mean? Because she doesn't hold up to your projection of what you think a good Christian is.
2: Yeah, and she doesn't meet this standard of a wife.
1: Yeah. Which is in ridiculous. In your view. Mm-mm-mm. So, uh, you know, Chris Harrison says, you know, I'm going to give you the final words. Do anything else you want to say? And Lucas just, it hurt me mm-hmm. to hear that you guys won't accept my apology. I really hope that you can forgive me. And just continuing to be very self-serving. Yeah. Like, right. this is just for him to feel better. I want you guys to accept me so I can feel better. Um, and I just love how the guys are just not, not giving it to him. Yeah. No, they don't care. All. The only guy that gave him a little bit of sympathy, which disappointed me because i've always loved this guy mateo
2: i know i wrote down natasha this is your boo
1: i know i <laughs> skipped over that part in the in the in oh the last, but i have did to go you? back huh. fucking mateo i know talking about how you know i i see how you know watching the show he was stressed and socially isolated and mm-hmm. i feel like he's gotten his punishment enough and he's been humiliated and just really trying to stand for him, and no, he deserves to be continued yeah, to be no. roasted because mm-hmm. he put all of America through bullshit, Hannah through bullshit, all the guys in the house through bullshit. So we're gonna continue to roast him yep. until we think it's enough. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we come back from commercial break, and Hannah says, "You know, Luke, you know, Han- or Chris Harrison says Hannah will be out in a moment," and Luke P's like, "Wait, I have something else I want to say." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody in the audience just eye rolling like, yep. oh, God. And now he says, you know, I take full ownership of everything I did on the show and the whole process was really tough for me. And you guys only know me in this whole bachelor, bachelorette bubble. And I hope that you all can get to know me on the outside of all of this mm-hmm. and just still just rambling. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just rambling. He just really wants to end on top. Yeah. And I think was hoping that he would get some redemption through this mental all. Yeah. And he's getting none. No. Like he just got roasted, and the guys did not accept his apology. No. And so he's leaving without anything <laughs> that yeah, he came there leaving. for. Pretty much the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, yeah, the guys are just like, Connor was like, we'll accept your apology when you change. So, bye. Yeah, so, bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you. <ya. laughs> Um, And so Chris Harrison then says, you know, well, no one stole Hannah's attention faster than John Paul Jones. Let's bring him up into the hot seat. I mean.
2: What? I didn't
1: understand any of this John Paul Jones segment.
2: Two bullet points for this because this man seems very nice. I'm very excited to see him in paradise.
1: Yeah, he'll be a good time, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I think he'll be fun. He came off a lot like nicer and more engaging during this mental all than he did ever on the show
1: I guess I don't know they kept bringing up the nuggets yeah like the cutting of the hair Mm -hmm. the like the little isms and the little gimmicky things that surround his character they just kept bringing it up but like what is there though nothing behind nothing <laughs> like i don't understand why he of all the guys got a moment in the hot seat i don't I, I don't get it
2: yeah i don't get it either but then i thought about like who else would get one
1: and i'm like eh. garrett could have got one. Oh
2: god but he's so boring
1: luke s could have got one luke there s were other guys in the house one. that had drama and had stuff to talk about i don't um, understand john paul jones like why he he had three little comedic relief moments in the in yeah. the episode the Nuggets. The fertility, uh, labor pain thing, oh, yeah, yeah, and like his her name. cutting his hair or something, yeah. So that was kind of annoying, but whatever, we'll see him at paradise. So, yeah, um, next in the hot seat, more important, mm. was Mike yeah. looking very dapper in his three piece. Like, it was like a dark navy suit. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't black and it wasn't navy. It was like a dark navy. Mm-hmm. Like You had to, you had to have 20-20 vision to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they recap his time on the show, everything from his limo entrance, um, all their little group dates, his whole conversation about his three queens and wanting Hannah to be his fourth queen, mm-hmm. and um, him talking about his, mis- his ex's miscarriage, and... Um, and then we obviously saw their breakup when she told him that unfortunately she cannot be his fourth lady. And, um, Mike said, so this, I don't know if you caught this or if anybody caught this and I just had to chuckle for myself. He said, you know, during the nighttime portion of my date, did that not sound like me? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. I had to just myself on the back because i always say the nighttime <laughs> yeah, portion you of the day say
2: nighttime portion of the day yeah
1: and he said those exact words i was like you listened to two black girls on Rose, yo mike? you a patron <laughs> mike let you me find patron? out
2: mike's a patron
1: <laughs> he worded it in such a way that i was like this is too familiar <laughs> yeah wow yes so shout out to you mike if you listen Um, he did say during the nighttime portion of our final date, Mm -hmm. um, I could tell that the minute I got there, that there was something up and, um, it sucks when she said to me, like, you're someone who deserves to be so fiercely loved. And, you know, unfortunately she wasn't the one to be able to give that to me. uh, So yeah, it sucks. Mm -hmm. And then Chris Harrison's like, you know, you saw her being your fourth pillar in your life. Chris. Chris, (laughs) Chris, <laughs> see, nobody ever said pillar. pillar. <laughs> it's like he's afraid to say queen. I was so bad, Pillar? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, it's worse.
2: Just yes. say, just use the words, you know, just phrase it in a way in that way you're that you paraphrasing what they're saying. Don't be saying, right. putting words in his mouth, talking about pillar.
1: Pillar. That just had me dying. So he was like, yeah, you know, I brought... I've only brought one home, one woman home in ten years, and I really would have loved her introduce her Hannah to my three queens and whatnot. Um, and Chris was like, "Is there anything that you'd want to know from Hannah?" Um, and Mike said he did want closure. Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, she told me that I was great and deserved to be loved, but and you know, I just want to know what that but was so I can right. continue to grow as a man." Um, the dramatics and- again. <laughs> and very dramatic Good old Mike <laughs> Always Always comes with the drama Um And everyone I feel like The bottom The The People who make it to like The fourth, fifth spot They always have that same question Like yeah. what was it about me yeah. And You never get a very direct answer It's always I had stronger feelings For these other for people For other people Yeah And that's it So You know I He actually even gets to address that With her later But I, I hope he got some closure Off camera Whatever <laughs> Um, so uh, that was pretty much Mike's time in the hot seat. Mm-hmm.
2: Good bachelor bid. Um,
1: wasn't a very strong bachelor bid in my opinion. You don't think I was, so? It was a very short time slot yeah. and we didn't get any questions from Chris Harrison as to, so where, where are you now? Oh, are yeah, you still true. looking for love? You know, that kind of setting true. it up, let the yeah. crowd go wild. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any of that. Yeah. It was just like he was in the hot seat and that was it. They sent him back to the guys. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, so man. I don't know, guys. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. That that was not a, a big Bachelor bid in my opinion, though.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I do have a theory. I don't know if oh. I should share it now. Oh, what? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's something you and I have talked about. Okay. Okay. Off camera. So our theory was, obviously, we want ba- Mike to be the, the Bachelor. Yeah. But the only way he is not The Bachelor is if Tyler is going to be The Bachelor. Right. Which means that Jed or Peter wins. Mm -hmm. Tyler comes in second. America fucking loves Tyler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so who we want to see get their chance at love again? Tyler. Tyler.
2: Which is, to me, and we have talked about this off camera. mm Off camera, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Off mic. To me... Mm -hmm. It is preposterous to see someone like Tyler find love because he is so fine.
1: That he will find love and be fine it in is, life. It
2: is ridiculous. <laughs> like, it is ridiculous. Yeah. And he's 26. I agree. It is so that too. dumb. Whoever that too. he ends up with, I feel like it wouldn't work out. I feel oh, like...
1: God. Oh, won- on the show, you mean? On the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and now you out here and Gigi Hadid is following you?
1: Who's like gonna, you don't need this. You do not need this. Like no. But that's I. That's I'm kind of leaning towards yeah. that little theory because yeah. this was not a big bachelor bid for Mike. Yeah. So I feel like they're not trying to set him up to be the bachelor. For because everybody, they might have somebody to else
2: know what his right. life is
1: like. Yeah. Right, yeah. they might have somebody else already set up Which is Tyler, which means that Tyler doesn't win mm-hmm. Jed or Peter does Tyler comes in second or something And, you know, America's gonna be like Oh my god, we wanna see Tyler And so, that's, again We don't know any spoilers, we don't know how this ends yeah. Y'all probably already know And stay out my damn DMs with yes. your spoilers but, <laughs> um, but that's That's my first thought Because that mm. they didn't set up Mike for Bachelor, mm. which is very disappointing here we go again. Here we so, go again. hmm So we come back from commercial break and Hannah comes out. Mm. She looks great. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Had on her freakum dress. It's mm-hmm. um, very low back, shimmery, black halter. I think it was dress. a leopard
2: print if I was looking correctly. Like a black
1: leopard, yeah. yeah. Um so Messy Ass Chris Harrison <laughs> asks, you know, watching the show back what moment stood out to you as, hmm, how did I miss that? <laughs> like, immediately, let's talk about Luke. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without saying that. And she's like, well, my relationship with Luke. hmm You know, not even trying to mince words, just going straight into it. And uh, again, repeats, that's the closest I felt to love at first sight. Um, but that came from me being really insecure about being the bachelorette in the first place. hmm and i was like okay hannah she about to speak on it i was i know
2: i like how she admitted
1: her insecurity about
2: being the bachelorette Mm -hmm. because it was so obvious
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was very obvious in the beginning (laughs) when they call her off camera talking about you know give me the words make me feel smart or whatever yeah right yeah and her always kind of like being awkward and Mm wide-eyed um so, yeah, she admits that she was really insecure about being bachelor in the first place, and she says, you know, when I got that call from you, Chris Harrison, I had a fear about the guys being disappointed, mm-hmm. about me living up to the standard, um, and the first night, I was fearful of everyone's intentions, mm-hmm. um, but that first night, Luke made me feel like he was there for me, mm-hmm. and he gave me hope from the very beginning, and I held on to that for too long, yeah. but it was hope that... I at least had one guy here for me yeah. and I love how she worded that. And it gave mm. really great perspective. Yes. And finally we got an explanation from her as mm-hmm. to what the fuck was going on in her head regarding Luke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, as she said, that's what it was. She was like, I had no idea what these people's intentions were. I already had doubts in my head about myself being the bachelorette. And then I have this guy who's pre- confessing his love to me. He's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. We have a connection. He's also Christian. Yeah. I at least know that he's here for me, so right. I need to hold on to him. Um, and she eliminated so, a guy on the
2: first night, You're talking about I have a girlfriend.
1: hmm so. Yeah, she dealt with that bullshit on yeah. the first night. So, so just from Jump Street, she had this guy who was, like, fully in for her, and so she just mm-hmm. kind of held on to him for fucking long as hell. So Chris Harrison's like, anything you want to say, Luke? and he's just like i again apologizing still on this fucking apology tour mm-hmm. you know i'm sorry i made the process for you so difficult i will say thank you you taught me a lot about myself how to self-reflect how important it is to open up and See, that's Hannah, just insulting
2: to her because you are not doing either of those things
1: exactly so. <laughs> you're saying you learn but you ain't learning shit and definitely not so,
2: self-reflection
1: Ooh, fuck that And so Hannah, she's like, takes it in Mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, I appreciate those words, (laughs) which I was like, yes, bitch, Mm -hmm. here we come about to read them. And she's like, you know, I do hope you learn from this, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I think she says something like I think there's a lot of fruit that needs to be grown from you Mm -hmm. or something like that. And so she continues on and says, you know, I wanted a man of God who had, you know, same values as me. Um, But then that was almost weaponized against me. Mm -hmm. And in the end, I was threatened by the shared faith that we had. And unfortunately, Christians do that a lot. And she said, you know, using what they do is use the same words that we believe um, to call out specific things and poke and prod. Mm -hmm. And I like that she said that she kind of grouped Luke into what you and I have been talking about, like this crazy Um, Because we're both Christian Like let's put that out there But you know you have us And then you have like the Luke Peas Who just as I said Like spout these Christian isms These Bible Nothing even based in Bible verse But just like these beliefs Mm -hmm. um, That they don't even know Themselves to be true And then they use it against you And they make you feel this type of way That you're not Christian enough And they poke and prod and I'm glad that she she called that out, right? Um, as to that is what Luke was doing. Yes, we had a shared faith, um, but he was doing what a lot of Christians do, which is call out specific things um, within the, the, their belief system or whatever, and then use that against and you.
2: A call out specific things that are harmful to women, and very harmful mm-hmm. to women living out their full truth particularly women um, living out their full truths within their sexuality. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. And she said, you know, the basis of what I believe is love and not shaming, Mm -hmm. and Luke's love was contingent on what he believed a wife could do, and thus it was a conditional kind of love. Mm Mm-hmm, which there's so much Bible in that
2: statement, so much mm -hmm.
1: Bible. Yeah, you could tell she knows the word. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She she knows the word. He don't know shit, but she she can come at you um and so chris is like did you feel shamed at the end and she was like luke is obsessed with sex Mm -hmm. and fantasy and him being obsessed with fantasy suites being about sex and sex was not something that was planned and it wasn't your business to ever ask me and i'm glad she said that because it wasn't yeah fantasy suites everyone talks about sex it's or On The Bachelor, they don't really talk about sex. They kind of, like, cloud it in the mystery, like, Mm -hmm. what goes on in the fantasy suites. And I think they do that for a reason because you're kind of trying to protect the lead because that's their sex life. That's Mm -hmm. their privacy. We can talk and joke and, hey, yeah, they're throwing it down in the fantasy suites. But we don't know what they're doing, and that's not even our business, truly. Yeah, right. And so... For the fact that he was putting her on the spot and was mm-hmm. demanding her to reveal her sexual history to him. Yeah. On that camera, was not even his like, business to ask. On camera, oof. that was not his business to ask. And that's not information that any of us are even fucking allowed to know, anyways. Yeah. So. No. So, Luke, again, you know, you never said, then he comes to Hannah and says, mm-hmm. you know, you never said to me, don't judge me about the fantasy suites because I would never use them for sex. And Hannah's like, nope, never said that. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, sorry. Nope, I did not say that, and fantasy suites are not used for sex, and maybe you don't know that because mm-hmm. you never had one. Ooh! Love that.
2: Blamed <laughs> so him. Flamed him. Oh,
1: uh, flamed. And she said, you know, I listened to the guys in the house about what they were saying about Luke, but I knew if I listened to the guys you know, and acted on what they were saying, I would always have this what if in the back of my mind. So I had to make up my own decision and I needed to feel it and see it out for myself. Mm-hmm. So that was her kind of explaining how he was able to last so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Even everybody was trying to warn her. Um, one thing that I wrote down at this point in the episode, are we not going to talk about the ring in his pocket? <laughs> you noticed that we have not talked about that. I don't know. I'm hoping that gets addressed in the finale. <sighs> I get it. Probably not, though, because
2: everything he's doing now as an action is now a joke because his words don't mean anything. Yeah. So now his actions are just completely discounted. So they're just going to, like, yeah. just toss the ring no. thing
1: to the side? No, no, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, so anyways, that was just a side note. So Sahana <laughs> so says, you know, I'm so over being slut-shamed and that I'm not a woman of faith. You know, we all make mistakes and sin every day, and that's what grace is for. Oof. And this moment made me pause for a second because you can—I feel like you can tell that the, the the sex, being Christian and having sex like this—this this is something that she's probably a little. She has an insecurity about, or she—it's yeah. a sore spot for her. Yeah. Because being a Christian woman in a faith that is very vocal about premarital sex. Mm-hmm you know but also her being a woman with a sexual history yeah. and sexual desire yeah. and she made her own personal decision to have sex before marriage yeah. like i'm i'm sure that that decision that she made weighs on her it probably is a little bit of insecurity for her yeah. so then to be shamed for it by someone who she was actually falling in love with mm-hmm. only furth- only further makes her feel like shit or probably brings up those emotions yeah. where she hopefully now she's like, I think now she's like very content in her decision, but maybe brings her back to those moments where she was feeling insecure about this decision or feeling less Christian or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: And Mm -hmm. especially because of the environment she came from. And again, Mm -hmm. no offense to anybody in Alabama, but it's part of the Bible Belt. And Mm -hmm. we have gotten a zillion emails with people telling us these same stories of how they were um, shamed for any sexual Mm -hmm. desires that they had as women
1: and mm-hmm, that men mm-hmm. are
2: taught that women are not supposed to be sexual creatures until they say so. And mm-hmm. um, so for her to have to be forced to get on TV and talk about when she had yeah. sex is yeah. like, oh, oh my God. Because I can't imagine doing that.
1: I could not, yes. Absolutely not. So,
2: And I come from a and progressive environment.
1: Right. You know? So to do that from an environment she's from yeah. and from a community... That she said they're very, a lot of them think like P, So yeah. that's, yeah, I can, I, I get heavy. hmm And so, you know, Hannah said, you know, me having sex in a windmill isn't a scarlet letter that I'm going to wear. Fantasy Suites was not just about sex. It was about growing deeper and stronger relationships with the men, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, she kind of just, like, ends that conversation there. Yep. So we returned from commercial break and learned that Luke P. has left. Yep. He's got up and left. He allegedly had a flight to catch. Mm -hmm. Very conveniently. (laughs) Right after being roasted Mm -hmm. by Hannah. Um, And then Hannah kind of just, like, addresses some of the guys. She talks with Mike and kind of, like, thanks him um, for being her cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And talk about how sad their goodbye was and she wishes him the best yada yada mm-hmm. um and then garrett kind of um i was like garrett
2: what are you talking about But okay
1: yeah he said like he was pretty he said he was pretty upset with her for a while um, because he felt like she chose i mean she did she chose the for over him yeah yeah that and yeah it happened um but he said, you know, it's clear that you were misled. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Is there anything that any of us could have done mm-hmm. to keep you from seeing, uh, to help you see the light, basically, yeah. <laughs> or something? Um, and she said, no, I don't regret how it happened. And then went into a part that I really loved where she said, my relationship with Luke is a relationship that a lot of women can relate to. Yeah. You know, many women have been in toxic relationships, and me going through that and remembering my worth can help someone who's in that Situation now, um, s- hopefully see the signs, mm-hmm. and I just I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, noticing that she is a platform. This is bigger than her. Yeah, and the loopy shit was bullshit, but she had to go through it for a greater purpose of hopefully some women learning from it
2: and remembering their worth in relationships. Because all he was doing was trying to diminish her.
1: Mm-hmm. time. Point blank. Period. Um, so then we see some bloopers. They love mm-hmm. pushing these bloopers, which are usually terrible. So. Yeah. <laughs> we saw the labor simulator again. We saw a lot of John Paul Jones. We saw Tyler dancing. We saw um, Jed and Hannah making out in a bed and the camera guy standing <laughs> over them. So um, Hardy heart heart. And then we kind of end the bloopers, and Hannah just says, "You know, I have one more thing I want to say." Mm-hmm. And then she like speaks directly to the camera yeah. and says, "Bachelor Nation, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this whole thing with Luke, mm-hmm. <laughs> with him being on our television screens for so, so long, long. M- much longer than any of us really wanted." Mm-hmm. And she says, "It's my fault, um, but obviously, you know, it's more of his fault than anyone's, mm-hmm. but." You know, I'm the one that kept him around, and I'm tired of talking about him. Chris Harrison's tired of it. The guys are tired of it. The Luke P. show is canceled, and we are done with Luke. Done. And of course, had to end with her roll tide. So. Yeah, and which God we hadn't bless heard in a while. America. Which I was God like. bless America. Or some shit. So, um, which we didn't hear the roll tide in a while, so they didn't mind this yeah. one. Yeah, right. No, that's right. I was yeah. like, all right, you get your one and then be done. So uh, that was the episode. Mm-hmm. We then got a preview, couple previews, yeah. preview of next week's finale, preview of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, so for next week's finale, mm-hmm. we are back to the rose ceremony with Peter, Tyler, and Jed. We see Hannah freaking out and bawling in the corner freaking because out. she has to send home either Peter, Tyler, or Jed. I don't know who the fuck is about to go home I know. <laughs> right now. I know my bet is on peter that's that's my prediction oh damn I'm
2: actually you fucked her twice uh, maybe <laughs> i really i truly i can't pick i really don't know
1: i i, I don't think it's tyler because they they're yeah. fantasy suites i think they connect on some next level shit yeah. so it has to come down to peter and jed and i feel it i feel like she's more in love with jed than yeah. She's Peter. yeah probably yeah so i feel like it has to be peter Um, Then we see Hannah talking with her dad, asking if he has any concerns. Um, The dad saying, I don't want you to settle. Not Mm -hmm. sure who he's talking about there. Um, And then we have a voiceover from Hannah saying, you know, I've been waiting my whole life for my happy ending, but I feel like this experience has been taken away from me. Does Luke P. pop up again? Oh, (laughs) Christ.
2: Christ. <laughs> I'm really not also oh my God. I'm just sitting here like your whole life? You're twenty-four.
1: Yeah. You so she much more, more life. I no, I know. I know this anyway. Everything's this girl. <laughs> um and then we have Hannah in the SUV like starting to kind of freak out yeah. and she says, I can't do this. Can you pull over the car? Yeah. We see her get out of the car, we see her walking down the street, we see her tripping and falling. Yeah. And, and just all mess. Like out here. Oh boy. Just out here. Desperate <laughs> need Literally <of> medication. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was the finale that was the preview for next week's mm-hmm. finale. Then we got a preview of Bachelor in Paradise. Looks good. Looks like everybody
2: on Bachelor in Paradise is good looking this season.
1: Yes. Every this is gonna be a very good person. looking season. It's gonna be messy. Mm-hmm. I mean, from this preview alone, we see multiple triangles, yes. quadrangles, all kinds of <laughs> shit going down. Hexagons. <laughs> so the preview begins. Biggest thing that I saw. Did you catch this, Justine? That Mike yeah. is in paradise. Yes, I saw. I saw Mike is in paradise.
2: It did not deter my bachelor uh, hopes because really we all know about colton
1: yeah that's true Oof. Colton was in paradise Colton Paradise. oh my
2: god oh my lord yeah.
1: that's true so that's true nick vial went on paradise and then yep. was the bachelor the next season yep. so there's still hope there's still hope for mike there's
2: absolutely still hope for mike
1: yeah if tyler is not yeah. up and free right yeah if not then it's tyler y'all yeah so yeah um, So, Mike is in paradise. Mm-hmm. Saw him walking hand in hand with Kaylin, actually. Yikes. <laughs> so, I don't know what that is about. The uh, think thing for Pageant Girls? Maybe. I, don't know. I hope we
2: get to know Kaylin a little bit better. Yeah.
1: Because she seemed
2: like real evil
1: on Bachelor. <laughs> evil, Jesus. She did, She seemed- And we were team Kaylin, too. until we she were. Teamed up a Cassie and then turned out to be. Fucking two peas in the pod,
2: yeah.
1: Like lining up a future for themselves through the franchise, yeah. <laughs> like, right. Oh no. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we see Dean. Dean is back in paradise. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not traveling the world anymore. He's taking a pit stop to collect the check real quick to yeah. continue his travels. He has mm-hmm. a big ass mustache yeah, now, it looks, it's crazy Long hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Demi. Demi um, is out uh, here. Demi's out here being messy, old Demi. Mm -hmm. And we hear her saying, you know, Blake slept with Christina. He slept with Kaylin. Is Mm. he sleeping with Tasia and Hannah? Mm. So then we see that Blake is in, as Katie then goes on to say, a love decagon. Mm. (laughs) So he is out here just loving up all the girls in Paradise. Mm -hmm. And then we also hear that Hannah G is in a love triangle. Mm Mm-hmm. And Katie had me dying. She was like, I just need one. I don't need <laughs> <No>. a posse. <laughs>
2: Let me just get I really, one. <laughs> I want to see all the women of color find love. Sydney, Please. Katie, Tasia. Yes. I don't want yes. none of this. Who was that girl? Nisha? That poor oh, girl. That? Oh, Yeah, They had her yeah, yeah. on last year for 10 minutes. Two I don't want to see none of yeah. this.
1: Like... I'm over oh, it. I want to see Tasia again. loved down. Mm-hmm. I want to see Katie, as you said, Sydney on is supposed to be in ba- paradise. I hope somebody's mm-hmm. there for her. Like, yeah. please. But we already, it already looks like it's going to be the Blake and the Hannah G's show. So I know.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, which I don't mind watching either. Me either. Fake, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, we then see gospel, Chris and crystals wedding. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a segment of paradise we then see demi demi is on top of a blonde woman woman couldn't make out who it was a blonde woman though making out and then voiceover saying i know i love this girl and i see myself spending the rest of my life with her so exciting who is Demi with? Yeah, and, and who, who is, is this that? mysterious blonde woman? Who yeah. is that? Is that Annalise? Is Annalise switching Yo. team? Like-
2: <laughs> that would be a great idea for Annalise.
1: <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Yes, yeah. Annalise. Um, and so what else? We see Nicole. Chris uh, Nicole who was the one that was fighting on Yaker oh, yeah. last season yeah. with yeah. Colton. Mm-hmm. Kissing Clay. And then we see her oh. with another guy. So she's getting a lot of love in Paradise as nice. well. Nice, nice. Uh, we see Hannah G mm-hmm. asking Dylan f- uh, from from Becca, from Hannah season. Is this? Hannah, yes, from <laughs> Hannah season. Um, Hannah G asking Dylan for extra time in the fantasy suite. Mm. So it looks like Hannah G and Dylan are going to be a solid thing. If she's right. asking for time in the fantasy suite, that means they kind of make it towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Demi getting down and dirty with Derek yeah. in the hot tub. So Demi's out here getting a lot of love Mm -hmm. And then we see a big ass Fight breaks out on the beach It looked like Dylan I was trying to slow down I couldn't make out who it was I think it was Dylan I don't know who he was fighting Yeah, Um, And then we got a lot of footage Of everybody crying John Mm -hmm. Paul Jones straight up bawling Mm -hmm. Um, Then we see many engagement rings Yes Blake crying Many different engagement rings. I saw a black female hand. So did I. Getting an engagement ring. So excited. So I'm the, the, the tone of the melanin looked like Tasia. It did. Yes,
2: yes, it, it did. It did, right? Yes.
1: So I don't know who Tasia ends up with, but I'm very happy for her if so she excited. secures the bag and gets yes. herself a ring in
2: paradise. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tasia's so bomb. Like, ugh. Bomb.
1: And deserves... Love. Everything so. Yeah mm-hmm. um, And yeah That was the preview of Paradise mm-hmm. At the very very end of the mental all We get Chris Harrison on stage As, as I said earlier Given a very ominous uh, mm-hmm. Like foreshadowing for next week He said we'll be back next week for fina- for the finale I know there's a lot of rumors out there And I promise your questions will get answered mm-hmm. So he's referring to the spoilers and stuff Which I don't know what's happening i've yeah, i've no read clue. all kinds of random shit um but i don't know what's true and yeah. i didn't actively read any of this stuff it's either stuff that people sent me or if i google for bachelor nation use i only yeah. really see shit wow. um and yeah so that was the episode mm-hmm. next week is the finale yay two parts two parts we will be putting out one episode mm-hmm Wait, let me see. Yeah, we'll be putting out one um, monster episode recapping both uh, parts, so that'll be out towards the end of the week. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, so look out for that, and yeah, as always, rate, review, subscribe, mm-hmm. hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram, tag us in your story, let us know what you thought of Mental All, and we'll see you next week for the finale. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.